Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, super intelligent, beautiful, lovely, all things great <laughs> in the world, and oh Star Wars celebration loving wife, yeah. Michelle. You're so sweet. Thank you. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so good to have you with us. We're recording this episode. Well, most of this episode, well, a portion of this episode, <laughs> we are, what we're recording right at this very moment, we're recording on Sunday, August 30th. 2020 we recorded uh what the segments you're going to hear here in a little bit our main topic segment uh yesterday so that was saturday august 29th 2020 i know it doesn't really matter but if you're watching this on youtube and you're wondering why we're wearing different clothes maybe we're in a slightly different position that is why so just to kind of give you a heads up on all of that very good yes uh thank you for joining us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts over the very best place to find us is on our own website hyperionadventurespodcast.com and while you're there why not sign up for the newsletter and in a little while i'm going to give a a good reason, if you haven't already, to uh, sign up for the newsletter. Yes, an extra reason. There's That's always right. great reasons That's to sign true. up for the newsletter. <laughs> Another good Another great reason to sign up for the newsletter. Yes, that's going to be part of our, our main segment today. But yes, if you just go to the website, uh, form should pop up there, or there's a plenty of places on the website if you don't see it right away to just enter in your email address and you'll be signed up for the newsletter and we don't like clog your inbox with right. stuff uh, we just send it out once a week usually on Tuesdays sometimes Wednesdays but usually on Tuesdays and it just kind of has what's going on in the Hyperion Adventures world episodes stuff from the Disney Dishes blog um, you know a, a place for, for our YouTube channel and just maybe some stuff that we have coming up in the future and where we'd like you to be interactive with us right and we don't use that email for anything else that's it no not share it or any other use not for anything else at all and we also are very active on social media media it's easy for me to say <laughs> if you want to be uh interactive with us in social media you can follow us on twitter at hyperion podcast facebook instagram and pinterest at hyperion adventures podcast as i just mentioned a second ago we are on youtube you may watch this video I guess watch a video. You may watch this podcast on YouTube. Boy, we're off to a roaring start. We better move this along because we're not uh, <laughs> we're not doing great. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Start. It's a good thing we recorded part of this yesterday. Yes. Uh, it, if you want to find us there, just go search for Hyperion Adventures podcast. Hit subscribe when we come up, and then whenever we have a video like the video I released this That's week right. of me. Uh, lip syncing and dancing in my pirate costume to I've Got a Dream uh, <laughs> as a payoff to all our wonderful donors that helped us surpass our right. fundraising goal for the Broadway's Care Virtual 5K. Uh, thanks to all our donors out there, by the way, Patricia, Heidi, and Mike, Larry and Marty, uh, Camille, John, uh, and uh, Lorelai, and also... Uh, our guest today, Charles, Pat, right. and Robert, who sort of is a guest today, but <laughs> in a way, not really with us, but you'll see or you'll in hear anyways. We, we had some fun with him, uh, even though he wasn't able, unfortunately, to join us this time. So, yeah. uh, But thank you to all our donors. You were very generous. And please go check out that video on YouTube because I had a lot of fun making it. Yeah, and you did a great job and you looked awesome and uh, so proud of you for doing that. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, you can always uh, also contact 
connect with us, uh, contact us at any time if you want to at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. No matter what it is, if you just want to ask a question, if you have uh, some input on a possible topic, or if you just want to say hi, we're always happy to reach, receive your emails when you send them to us. All right. Love hearing from you. Yes, and we received a lot of stuff for this week's Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame right. category. We had a new one that came out a couple of weeks ago. We told you about it. We got some great input. Yes, from the newsletter, through email, but also on social media. And now I'm here to announce, well, in just a second, who our nominees will be for our final ballot of our best Disney sidekick. But first, we got to go through our favorites. Michelle, uh, why don't you tell us who your five favorite Disney sidekicks are? Okay, in no particular order, really. Because we'll probably do this on another episode, by the way, as a is an episode right, in and of itself. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, K2SO. Ah, from Star Wars. Some, from Star Wars. Edna Mode. Oh, great. From The Pixar. Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a good one. Um, the Mom on Onward. <laughs> <laughs> Voiced by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yes, very good. Baymax. Baymax. Love Baymax. Yes. yes. Absolutely. And, you know, kind of an OG, Jiminy Cricket. Yes, from Pinocchio and various other things. Right. But uh, what a great list. What Good about list. you? Uh, for my list, well, I thought that it's going to be more than five. Shocking. <laughs> um, but I felt that these two kind of had to go together. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Oh, yeah. I, and sure. they kind of got to go together. So I, I, I couldn't put one on my list That's and not the true. other one. So they are both on there. Um, hashtag real men love frozen. So Olaf and Sven <laughs> both make my list, uh, from tangled. I love tangled too. Pascal right. is so great. Yeah, I love true. Pascal so much. And yes, from the star Wars universe, from rogue one, a star Wars story. K2SO also is Very one of my good. favorites yes. as well. So here are our final ballot nominees. These are the ones that receive the most votes. They will be on our final ballot when that comes out somewhere in around November, December ish near the end of the year. Uh, so here we go. Pascal from Tangled made it. Yes. R2-D2 from Star Wars, Yay. the Star Wars franchise made it. Olaf from Frozen and the Frozen franchise made it. Uh, from Aladdin, Genie, he is on board All as right. a sidekick. Yeah, yes. That's a perfect one. From Big Hero 6, yes, Baymax did make yes. it. I love Baymax so much. So glad he made it. Uh, from Mulan, Mushu. Yes, sure. great one. Uh-huh. Uh, Pumbaa and Timon, both from the Lion <laughs> King. They did make it together and separately. They both made it. Uh, Jiminy Cricket from Pinocchio, of course, nice. classic. Definitely made it. Abu from Aladdin on there. Sure. One that nearly would have been on my list, but they made it, he made it anyway, so I was really happy he made it, and I didn't have to put him on my list, <laughs> was Ray from The Princess and the Frog. Oh, I yeah. love Ray, sure. the lightning bug. He's right. so great. Uh, Dopey from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs on board such a comic relief character so great um uh sebastian from the little mermaid uh, you know the band conductor you gotta have (laughs) sebastian on there this was an interesting one figaro from yes pinocchio but also you know from the many of the mickey mouse shorts Minnie mouse's cat uh made it on there Sven from Frozen mm-hmm. made it. Lewis from also from Princess and the nice. Frog made it. Thumper from Bambi. Oh 
wow. Yeah, wasn't that a great choice? I love Bumper. I thought you'd like this one. Zero from The Nightmare Before Christmas. He is on our final ballot. Gus Gus from Cinderella, for sure. So great. Love Gus Gus. So that is our entire list of those. Oh, and K2SO. I don't think I I mentioned K2SO. Yes, K2SO. We both named him. He was named by somebody else. He has also made our list. So. I just didn't have him on here because until we went through our votes, he almost didn't make it. Thank wow, goodness we both nominated right. K2SO yes. to make there. You can be sure he makes the High Period <laughs> Adventures Hall of Fame when we vote in November and December. So uh, thanks for everybody that took part in yes, that. We will have a new category coming up for you this week. And the first people that find out about it will be on the newsletter. So I think this one's going to be parks related. So that might be of special interest Ooh, to people once we get to that. So Also, we wanted to let you know that, uh, and we mentioned this last week, Mm-hmm. We uh, recorded a little over a week ago with the Mouse Knows Best right. podcast. We had a fun episode with that whole crew. That is dropping today, uh, so on Sunday the 30th as well. Right. So uh, we will put a link out to that podcast because you'll want to check that out. We had a lot of fun with them. We did a kind of a fantasy football style draft <laughs> of uh, Disney attractions to kind of build our own theme parks. And we had a, a blast doing that. They are amazing. And it was like you said, a blast. It was just so fun. And I, it, it really made me very happy and, and I'm, I'm hoping I win. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> we all built great parks. It's going to be tough to pick who's the best, but Michelle's the best, right? we all know that. Uh, but please go check that out. They're, they're a great podcast. Uh, yes. Definitely check out this episode and check out the rest of their episodes. Subscribe to them. Um, they are a great crew and we're looking forward to having them on our show definitely. very soon. Also, Uh, We did a thing a a few weeks back for the Enchanted Ears podcast Mm -hmm. where we uh, talked about our favorite Disney Renaissance film. Uh, They were uh, looking for some uh, bits from several different podcasts, and they included ours uh, within their show. So please also go, and we'll post the link to that as well on this show. Go check out the Enchanted Ears podcast. It's another great show, and we're honored that they wanted to include us as, as far as what our choice was for one of the best Disney Renaissance films. Yes, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was just going to say that we were honored for uh, be invited by both podcasts to participate with them and uh, we love them and you will love them too. Yeah, so we'll have links to both those shows in our show notes if you want to check them out, but you can probably just do a, a search for them and find them as well. Exactly. As for today's show, lots of stuff, so much stuff for you today. It actually was a incredibly busy week for good and for bad yeah. and we're going to talk about a ton of stuff this week uh, including what we have to talk about uh, the passing of the great Chadwick Boseman I Uh, I was absolutely devastated Friday night hearing that news and when we get to our Disney stories of the week we will definitely have to talk I'm just I'm I'm feeling it right now Uh, we will definitely have to talk about that Um, on happier news there's another virtual way to bring Star Wars Galaxy's Edge into your home and that's coming soon I'll talk to you all about that Uh, a lot of Star Wars news this week a Star Wars actress lands an important role in an upcoming animated Disney film Yeah. so we'll tell you a little bit about that as well and there's uh, some details or at least small details about a new Marvel-themed show that will be coming once Avengers Campus finally opens up at the Disney California Adventure Park. I'll talk a little bit about that. But let's get to our main topic of the week. I'm so excited for this. Star Wars Celebration was supposed to be this weekend. 
We couldn't really have it, uh, unfortunately, because of this, you know, the way things are now. But that doesn't mean we're not going to bring it to you in some way, shape, or form. So here we go. Here is our main topic of the week. There has been an awakening. Now, the Force is what gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. Have you felt it? There is a great disturbance in the Force. The Force is with you, young Skywalker. You are not a Jedi yet. I'm not afraid. You will be. You will be. Who are you? I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. The force is strong. Han Solo. I'm Captain of the Millennium Falcon. You stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Who's scruffy-looking? Princess Leia. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take her away! Darth Vader, only you could be so bold. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Chewbacca here is first mate on a ship that might suit us. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only help. Who's the more foolish, the fool or the fool who follows it? Yoda. You seek Yoda. You or do not. There is no trap. And I am C-3PO, and this is my counterpart, R2-D2. These aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't the droids we're looking for. I will fulfill our destiny. I will finish what you started. The Emperor has been expecting you. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Use your aggressive feelings, boy. Let the heat flow through you. You rebel scum. It is unavoidable. I am your father. It is your destiny. stories about what happened it's true all of it that's no moon it's a space station it's a trap got a bad feeling about this don't worry show all together baby all together sir the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3720 to one never tell me the odds Luke, at that speed, would be able to collide in time? Just like Beggar's Canyon back home. Have you not? So welcome everybody to our virtual <laughs> Star Wars celebration celebration. celebration. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chewie, Chewie's here. We we had way much more fun with that intro than than human. <laughs> I wish everybody at home could have seen the expressions that were going on yeah. uh, across the way from us here. As that, the galaxy. Know, yes. 
the galaxy far, far away uh, as we were going through this. Yes, uh, Pat and Charles from the Conversations podcast have joined us once again. You may hey. remember them. They joined us back on our 100th episode uh, with Rob LaBerry from the Jedi Temple Archives podcast. Uh, we're so happy to finally have them back joining us. Uh, because look, they they've been to Star Wars Celebration. We have not. I we know. were supposed to be there right now as we're recording this, uh, but unfortunately, it's the year of the cancel or postponement, as the case may be. So we're at home, and but we we wanted to bring a little Star Wars Celebration to you just the same. So Pat Charles, welcome once again back to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Well, thank you very much. Fantastic to be here. Oh, it's always a great time. Um, you guys are right down our alley when it comes to humor and adventure and all things Disney Star Wars related. Wow. And that intro was absolutely top notch. Um, if you guys just can you guys give me about 10 hours? I go watch a saga. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't fire you up, right? right? Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Um, I something I put together a few years ago. I had real audio editing equipment. And it wow. really put something together, but uh, still a lot of fun. Um, guys, so uh, we've had you on, uh, gosh, it's been almost three months now. It's been back all the way to episode 100. Um, and we were so honored to have you guys on because we love your show. If you if you don't know their show, they they bring a lot of humor to the show. They talk a lot about Star Wars, but nothing that's too deep that you you can't really understand it. Yes, our good friend Rob in the Jedi Temple Archives podcast is the Star Wars podcast that doesn't make you feel like a jerk. <laughs> but I think that the Conversations podcast is something says something similar. Uh, can you guys uh, talk a little bit about your show and how it came to be and and your Star Wars? fandom in general yeah um well we're not afraid to make you feel like a jerk so... <laughs> especially rob <laughs> right yes yeah he's our resident jerk. oh he was anyway, supposed to be here today so we're gonna make him feel like a jerk believe me <laughs> so we um we're a couple of lovable idiots that um are big time Star Wars nerds, and we are. Uh, what um, when we hit hyperspace just right, we're about two hours from from Walt Disney World. Correct. Yes, if yeah. we leave at two o'clock in the morning. Yes. <laughs> yes, and we get there at the gates by four. Perfect. Yes. Um, so uh, we would take several trips, um, our families and us, um, up to Orlando for that, and. Um, uh, you know, we would talk Star Wars, uh, me typically being the co-pilot, um, you know, less hairy than the other co-pilot. <laughs> um, not by much. But, um, so we would just talk about Star Wars and our kids would be, you know, uh, nose to screen and our <laughs> wives would be wishing they were in another vehicle. And... Um, <laughs> You know, they were like, you know what's great is your love of this Star Wars. And um, you know what else will be great is if you talk about it somewhere else. To other people. <laughs> and um, so they were like, you know, it's perfect podcasting. And so then we started doing what we did, but hitting the record button. Yeah. And, um, you know, here we are, what, a year and a half later. And um, we've got... Um, you know, single digits of followers, which is exciting. 
And um, hey, look, you know, we did this for the two of us <laughs> and and for the sanity of our spouses. <laughs> um, but then, you know, it kind of backfired because then they got um, they caught wind to our <laughs> quite modest success. We hit double digits and um, then they wanted in on the action. OK, so, you know, we had them on an episode and it's I think it's still our most listened to episode <laughs> to date. And um, now they have their own uh, spinoff, uh, Star Wives. And yes. um, they are constantly um, trying to one-up us in the uh, <laughs> Star Wars realm of of our particular brand of hilarity. Yes. Um, but yeah, we so, you know, the bottom line is we talk about Star Wars and um, and just have, have a great time doing it. And we've met uh, you guys, obviously, as well as uh, several other really great podcasters that we've uh, grown to be uh, quite quite dear friends. It, it really is a wonderful community. Yes. We've met a lot of great people uh, through the Disney uh, podcasting right. community, uh, just, you know, uh, blogging and vlogging community in, in general. Uh, but also in, with the Star Wars, especially of us being tied with Rob and the Jedi Temple Archives right. podcast, we've met you two and some several other folks out there. And I, it really is a wonderful community. And I think that leads us perfectly into Star Wars Celebration because, like I said, you guys have been there. We have not yet. Uh, um, so, <laughs> yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit about Star Wars Celebration. What did you really enjoy about it and what makes it such a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, kind of grouping of Star Wars fandom? Well, it's funny. Uh, Pat has some more experience than I do in that, um, you know, he's he's been to uh, more of the Star Wars weekends that used to happen in Hollywood Studios in Walt Disney World. And um, when Celebration came to Orlando in uh, 2017. We we talked about it and passed like, we gotta go, you know, even if it's just for one day. And so we went on a Saturday. And I had, you know, done costuming, I'd call it, but on a very small scale. And I was always impressed with what Pat was doing with his daughter and, and for himself for their Disney runs or their, um, their trips up to Disney, especially on the weekends. And so when we went to and planned to go to uh, Saturday for a celebration on that Saturday, we decided to do Endor, uh, Endor theme. And that was my first real uh, experience in building a cosplay from scratch, finding the best ways to, to make it happen. And as Pat is showing right now, we did, uh, you know, he built me the rebel helmet. We worked together on the robe and uh, just sort of a simple black shirt and put all this stuff together really from a grassroots way. You know, nothing was really purchased from a, an online store. It was just a Goodwill here and, a, and a, a Salvation Army there. We put it all together. And when we got there, I was, I can tell you 100% I was nervous. I had never done this kind of public exposure of a celebration experience. And we walked out of the car and we were parked a little bit further off from the, uh, the convention center. And so we walked there and as we got closer to the convention, we started to see other people who were also wearing cosplay from cinematic theater quality cosplay all the way down to I threw it together this morning, but what the heck? I'm here <laughs> at Celebration. Who cares? And that sense of community and appreciation for it doesn't matter the quality. It was the level of fandom that really brought everyone together. And the second we walked into that, I was like, wow, this is awesome. We had walked the main concourse and no less than five minutes 
after entering the convention center, we spotted uh, an Ewok, a, a gentleman in an Ewok costume, uh, who was off to the side, who was taking a break. And he spotted us, and, like, he dropped, he was sitting down, actually, and he literally, <laughs> somewhat of a struggle to get up, but he did. <laughs> and then we took uh, pictures with him, like, photo ops. It's like, oh, my God, this is this is reality of what it is about taking the love of the franchise to the next level where you can actually have some fun, get dressed up and meet thousands of other people who are doing the exact same thing and experiencing from you there. And from that moment, I was hooked. Absolutely hooked. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's interesting, especially because if you look on social media or whatever, or what you see in actually news stories, even it seems like the Star Wars community is a bit divisive, especially it nowadays, does. you know, extremely. Yeah. But from what we understand about Star Wars Celebration, and I'm sure you can attest to this, that that all completely goes out the door. It's just a truly a celebration of Star Wars, of fans getting together and having a great time through the series, the universe that they love. Yeah, it's um you know, everybody's got their own favorite characters, favorite movies, um you know, favorite ships, the whole bit, and it's it's not always going to coincide with with everyone else. And it doesn't matter because um as um as Charles had said before, there's there's so many different people that are just dressed up or have like, you know, uh, interesting T-shirts or just you know uh, tattoos, different ways of expressing you know their love of the franchise, and everyone there. There's not a soul there that's not a Star Wars fan in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's that that real sense of community. Like like you know I might like the original trilogy, you might prefer the prequels and all this, but it's not a mine are better, yours are trash, or any of that. It's, yeah, okay, let's all celebrate everything about the franchise, you know, the the, the beginning, the end, um, and everything in between. And, you know, the, the artist alley where people are doing artwork, the tattoo shops that are there, you know, everybody is doing something um, to express their love for the franchise. And it's really very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I so wish we could have been there this year and we're, we were so looking forward to it and unfortunately it just didn't take place. But yeah. 2022, Anaheim again, we're definitely going to be there. I know yeah. you guys weren't going to be able to make it this year. Maybe 2022, we'd love to see you out <laughs> the, out here joining us at Star Wars Celebration. So uh, can, can you just quickly just go through a, a few highlights? Like what are your favorite? I know you've mentioned one or two already. Uh, are there any other favorite highlights you have from the Star Wars Celebrations that you've attended in the past? Well, um, <clears throat> I would say from for Chicago, which is sort of the biggest exploration of that uh, uh, celebration experience. There are so many, uh, but the first one we did, we I think the juxtaposition of what you would expect from waiting in line for the uh, the preview day for the store, we waited. What was it, Pat? Seven and a half hours. We were in line wow. to get into the store. Um, it was all day. Yes, all day. <laughs> but we knew that it was the preview day, and we didn't have any real plans. But when we were in that line, we met two people. Mandy and Sean Crimmins, who we to this day cherish that friendship. We're friends on Facebook. And 
we had them on our, at that point, very fledgling podcast and talked about their experience with Star Wars. So even in that, you know, two people in front of us, two people behind us, you had that community walking through. And we all understood what we're going there for. We're going for merchandise. And right. yeah, was it run well? Maybe not. It was a glitchy, whatever. But it was still a fantastic time. So that was one highlight um, from uh, Chicago. Uh, we talked a bit about um, uh, Celebration 2017. We met Mark Hamill. We had a photo op that Pat showed yeah. before. And that was fantastic. He had built um, his daughter's cosplay. And uh, she was, of course, a very astute Star Wars fan and needed to do Ray to meet Mark, of course, uh, because uh, The Force Awakens had already happened. So he brought uh, her, you know, Ray's lightsaber and he she motioned to hand it to Mark, which, you know, and if you've experienced um, actor interactions, we're talking cattle call to a certain degree. You get in, you take a picture, smile, you get out. And when she handed him or was, you know, offering that lightsaber to him, it, it again brought me to the forefront of like, wow, this is even the actors who were looking to appreciate that kind of detail. So that was a highlight for sure. And uh, I think uh, another one from Chicago would be uh, in cosplay and just walking around on our droid day, our dapper droids day, <laughs> and just walking the floor and people stopping us every five minutes asking for pictures. And which part of it is the point, but you know, we built everything we did uh, you know, for ourselves and made it from home just to, just to have fun with it and to see the joy on adults all the way down to children's faces will forever be a memory that's Very fantastic cool. yeah. that's fantastic so cool i just cannot i just so wish we were there this year but i cannot wait till 2022 to get to experience right. it all of us and again hopefully you guys are out there maybe we can actually convince rob to show up to something you know maybe he'll <laughs> come up with us you know <laughs> pull him away from that his beloved uh, michigan at some yeah. point yes <laughs> sir the odds of getting robbed to successfully show up will <laughs> precisely 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the robs, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That is awesome. So good. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, that, it's just so cool. I'm just, uh, I just cannot wait till we get to experience it yeah. ourselves. So, but, but we did want to, you know, have our little virtual Star Wars celebration celebration here with kind of our own little pseudo star wars panel that michelle has thrown together this idea that i'm that's both, exactly right it I'm, is thrown i'm both excited together. and terrified about but I, I, I cannot wait to get to this just the same so uh michelle why don't you tell the listeners what we have planned for our little stu- pseudo star wars celebration panel here oh gosh all right so, as you know, The Mandalorian has been a huge success for Disney Plus and heard of it. Yeah, right? <laughs> and believe it or not, <laughs> Disney Plus has hired me. Wow. <laughs> to <laughs> to screen pitches wow. for their next series. Oh. I know, isn't I that didn't amazing? Know. <laughs> so today I didn't know. I know. <laughs> What a surprise. You know, there's pixie dust, <laughs> stardust everywhere. I was wondering when all those, you know, Zoom calls were were happening I around know, here. Where I thought I they were know. for your work, but apparently they're for your next job. I know. So today we're going to hear pitches from, from you guys here, which I'm so excited about. Um, and so, but before that, um, I do want to let you in on that some have already trickled in. Oh, so really? I just need to give you a little, you know, just so you'll know what you're up against. Oh, boy. All right. So 
Mm. I know. So, so just keep that in mind that, you know, when you're giving your pitches and, and have that, you know, real passion and, and fun come through, here's what you're up against. Well, one I'll, I'll share with you that totally I, I, I crossed off as soon as I saw the title, Chewy and the Ursos. Right. I mean, come on, Harry and the Henderson. We've already done that. Yeah. <laughs> Cross that one right off, right. did you? Okay. <laughs> but these other ones did show a little gleam of potential. And the first one was called Homestead Improvement. It's a sitcom. Uh, K2SO is the star of a fictional DIY program called Gizmo oh Time. And along with a very humble and knowledgeable uh, repair fellow... <laughs> Uh, Quill, uh, <laughs> they have this show, Gizmo Time, and um, inside the sitcom, they actually show a cut of Gizmo Time taping in front of an audience, and lo and behold, Jar Jar Brinks, Jar Jar Binks is there to engage the audience, and of course, I'm not a good, um, you know, person to, to be able to imitate him, but I, I did have him, I, I did see that it was written out, and he, and he, he does say, does everybody know what the time it is for? <laughs> and as soon as he says that, the whole audience shouts back, gizmo time! <laughs> boy, boy, you got the odds stacked against us here, that's pretty I know. good. But the real plus of this show is the neighbor Bail Organa, who is sharing his <laughs> wisdom with K2SO while standing behind a fence. <laughs> wow. I know. I know. That's amazing. It is amazing. I find that pitch vague and unconvincing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just a couple others. There's one. Uh, didn't They actually didn't put in a lot of information. It's called The Galaxy Girls. And uh, Maz, Auntie Z, and Rose oh, Kiko no. move in together and deal with <laughs> daily antics. <laughs> I don't know. It, it did echo a little bit of another show we've heard of, but it, I, I think it has some potential. It does. <laughs> um, I hope you actually are working for Disney Plus. They need to be <laughs> listening to these ideas, really. Uh, uh, and another one that really caught my eye was uh, Everybody Loves Rex. <laughs> and that's one where oh. Captain Rex... And his wife, Hera, live next door to their brother, Fives. And they have comical <laughs> conflicts that the two brothers face. I'm sold on Rex. Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> good. You had me at Rex. Uh, and, and his mother-in-law lives uh, down the street right? and gives her, her unwelcomed advice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you're talking about the Camino wins, I guess, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, and the last pitch that came in, uh, and it was actually a, uh, moved away from a sitcom, uh, it's called Rebel Rider. It's a crime drama that features Lando Carrissian as a cape-wearing heroic crime fighter. Uh, his missions uh, will be to battle the Empire across the galaxy, but he's assisted by the intelligence of L3 uploaded in the Millennium Falcon, making it an advanced, self-aware, and nearly indestructible ship. Uh, and to add a little bit of, uh, of comedy to it, BB-8 will be on board as well. Wow. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> the odds are stacked against us, gentlemen. <laughs> okay, so now you know where the bar is set. 
And oh, so man. we want to hear your ideas. Now, just remember the rules um, that you were given prior to this episode. Uh, if you've watched Disney Gal- uh, Gallery, The Mandalorian, you heard Dave Filoni give his analogy that your older brother took all the cool tool tools, uh, <laughs> toys, <laughs> and you're left with um, Argnaughts, Jawas, and other peg warmers, but somehow you got a bubble fit and you painted him silver and made him cooler. <laughs> 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 so from there, nice. he, <laughs> he created the amazing Star Wars series of The Mandalorian. So your task, gentlemen, is to use side characters from Star Wars films and animated shows and also produce a creative new story series nice ta-da ta-da wow that's quite a lead in there for us oh man pressure is on now for sure right sure well thanks for having me on (laughs) next time okay Uh, so go ahead uh, yeah (laughs) pat's breaking up he's got to get out (laughs) whoa pat's frozen (laughs) In carbonite. (laughs) So, all right. So yes, we we were we were told in advance um, uh, about this, and um, in in Rob's absence, I very generously offered to um, to come up with a pitch for him. Oh, good. um, That's very generous. um, He 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 will be very grateful uh, if he doesn't (laughs) listen to this. Furthermore, uh, I think Tom Tom wanted in on the action as well. So uh, Tom Tom's got one too. So I think I think you know I'll 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 tell you what Tom's was. Okay, <laughs> and then and then Tom can tell you you know his plan B. Right, that's and true. Then, um, that's true. And then and then he can kind of uh, you know decide from there which one he wants to bring to the table. That's a, that's a pretty go. good point. All I right. like options. Good I like yeah, options. Yeah. options. That's fantastic. I, I think yeah I th- I think that's the best way to approach this. Um, <laughs> okay. So Tom's idea is after the Battle of Crate. Salaka Kuchimba, a former resistance trooper who looks strangely similar to Luke Skywalker, <laughs> developed Friends of the Foxes, a Voltex recovery program wherein he rehabilitates and reacclimates the creatures for life outside the Crystal Caverns. Oh. And of course, he would be played by Nathan Hamill, as he was in The Last Jedi. Oh, nice. Nice. Love it. Cool. Sounds like a National Geographic special. <laughs> Right, right. It's perfect. Right. Perfect for Disney Plus. Absolutely. Has Disney Plus written all over it. That 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 may top my pitch. I may have to stick with that one. We'll see. We'll see. I'm like aiming way off the mark. Oh God. Are you gonna give us uh, Robs or what are you gonna do? Oh yeah, I can give you Robs, I guess. Let's hear Robs. Yeah. Yeah, let's hear Rob's. Bring him back up here. Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. Hey, Rob. So he can glad you, credit glad you could join um... us today. Wow. He's uh, certainly inspired by a certain character in uh, the Clone Wars, looks like there. Yeah, he's been uh... cosplaying as Funko Pop uh, Plo Koon. Okay, cool. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, yeah you know, he's, he's, he's doing all right. He did, he did okay for himself. Um, so... Uh... And he's been branded with our logo. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we didn't put it together for him. <laughs> Representing. I got to represent. The yeah. Archives podcast That's up right. there. Come on. Come on. We did put this together for him. And also, this 
Fantastic pitch. So, <laughs> all right. So Rob's idea, it follows U3PO, who teaches uh, Galactic Basic Second Language to residents of Gorse and Cinda. Uh, so GBSL is a, uh, it's a language that's a tool to advance social standings of these core planet dwellers uh, when looking for employment opportunities in the ever-changing job market. Wow. 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 That's a good one. That is. Boy, Quite Rob should be proud. Yeah. <laughs> Rob should be proud. Or he's coming after us. Either way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's but... several words in there that are like multisyllabic, so it was definitely would have been part of his pitch for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. And as far as his coming after us, I mean, have you seen him lumber around the parks? I mean, really, I mean, you can get away pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> but once he gets his hands on us, oh, we're dead. We're done for. <laughs> Not a chance. Not a chance. Anyway, oh, I love those man. pitches. Those are great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the real brass tacks right. here. The, uh, the I guess yeah. we can go in alphabetical order here. Okay. That's fine. So Charles wants to lead us off, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Let me, first of all, preface two things. Michelle, oh, as the, the uh, choosing agent, um, I have sent a small care package to you that should be arriving on Monday. <laughs> Has, uh, has non-perishables, a small cash donation, and that ring you've always been looking for. So that's my first thing. Uh, second item is that Pat and I did not confer at all with these pitches. All right. We tried. One of so us let me tried just to say that. Let me just say that as we go in here. Out of the bag. Yes. So we abstained from talking about any of our pitches. <clears throat> Are we ready? We're ready. Fire away. Person All right. for several hours. <laughs> <laughs> From the creator who brought you classics such as Jedi Knight Rider, the crime-fighting Jedi Micah Knight, and his self-aware U-Wing K-1TT, or the classic comedy Sabrina the Teenage Jedi hiding out after Purge and getting into hilarious situations while avoiding those grumpy inquisitors. <laughs> and who could forget the long-running, award-winning Coruscant's Got Talent, the show that launched the careers of such stars as Erwin McGregor and Sonny Ravencourt. Now this masterpiece. Fuzzy with eyes. Shortly after the fall of the Empire, the New Republic looked to unite the galaxy. They created traveling cultural delegations to bring worlds together. They offered scholarships to any sentient beings who wanted to relocate the Chandrilla for new opportunities. Shobi, a female Ewok from Endor, and Kachuta, a male Jawa from Tatooine, were among the first class. <laughs> the pilot episode finds them disembarking from the transport ships. Shobi packed light with all of her belongings fitting in a, bur in a blurg sack sewn by the elders of her tribe. Kachuta, meanwhile, has an anti-grab cart to carry all of his belongings including the MSC-6 repair droid he stole while on the transport ship. <laughs> In Season 1, we meet Shobi and Kachuta taking basic as a second language. It's being taught by none other than C-3PO. <laughs> on loan from General Leia. Uh, joining our two uh, titular characters, is uh, Hesh Drog, a male Weekway, a young Prue sweet man from Maz Kanata's castle in The Force Awakens, and Niku from Resistance. 
Together, they create a stand-up, a startup junking business supplied mainly from the new uh, student arrivals. They explore Hannah City, make new contacts, and enjoy success in their new business. They also uncover a seedy underbelly of reorganized galaxy. And what they don't know is that one of their partners is a spy for a mining guild. And their lives are expendable. Will they discover the spy? Will they inadvertently help the New Republic by uncovering a new threat? Will they pass their midterms? <laughs> Join Fuzzy as the muscle, eyes as the brains, and the friends of the exciting new series about a mismatched, fish-out-of-water, crime-fighting group of off-worlders. <laughs> and episode 6 features a special guest star appearance of a certain Weekway, who's teaching year 2 students the mastering business, who also happens to be Hash's second cousin. You gotta tune in to find out who that is. <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> Fuzzy. Sorry. Uh, yeah. The name of the show is uh, Fuzzy with Eyes. And just a little bit of background, by the way. Fuzzy is the first uh, English uh, basic word that the Jawa learned, and eyes is the first basic word that the Ewok learned. So. Oh. Tied it all together yes. nicely there. Fuzzy well with done. eyes. I love it. Well done. Wow. Thanks. Boy. Wow. Getting, you. Yeah, getting high scores on this I, one. I really do hope you're working for Disney Plus because <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, we've got a slew of hits <laughs> coming out for us here. Well, that was awesome. Amazing. Anybody have any questions? I <laughs> <laughs> was pretty in depth. That's pretty well covered it. Yeah, I think when I. When I, does it air? When does it air? <laughs> <laughs> Can we subscribe twice to Disney Plus yeah, to be able to right? watch it? Are multiple? <laughs> twice. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, that's a very high bar to set. I know. I see. I see the scores there. Yeah. I'm. I'm in trouble. Yeah. I'm in yeah. trouble. There's. You know. Well, maybe everybody will do well. We'll see. <laughs> Everybody's a winner. Every, yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. We all get, we all get a we raw all get a Funko series. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess if I know my alphabet well enough, this means Pat is up. We learned your basic from C3PO? Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But I didn't pass the midterm. But okay. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. All right. Well, so, all right. <laughs> so this one is is different. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, this is a very good thing. All right, so the camera pans down as the landing gear kicks out on a starfighter about to land on Bathawi. As the hatch opens, two hooded figures leap out and silently land on the forest floor. Their robes once again shrouding the metallic glint on their belts. A Kraktur, having heard the ion engines cut out, come barreling towards the intruders. With a calculated wave, the Doran native immediately subdues the creature without a touch. The Nautilin looks over with a smile. On to the real business of the mission. As the two make their way to a sparsely populated village adjacent to a nearby grain farm, the connection gets stronger. She's close, came the deep, filtered voice of the shorter man. As the pair comes upon a trio of Bothans, the taller man brushed aside a tendril to reveal a hollow projector. That little one is from the East Ridge, one of them said. The two set off in that direction. After a quarter parsec, they came upon a small hut. Inside, a cowering youngling, covered in long brown fur, hides in the shadows. She lets out a scared growl. The two travelers remove their hoods, and the shorter kneels down. My name is Master Plo Queen. This is my friend, Master Fistu. 
and we have been searching for you. You have a special gift, don't you, young Wookiee? And we would very much wish to help you strengthen that gift. This miniseries follows Kit Fisto and Plo Koon on their search for Force-sensitive younglings throughout the galaxy in the years prior to the Clone Wars. The two would follow where the Force lead them through the mid-rim systems to find future Jedi. They'd have to evade Bothan spy nets, marauders, scavengers, and indigenous creatures, as well as the jealous or fearful um, of their abilities. Wow. That is yeah. good. That is really good. <laughs> It's like an audiobook. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I want I now I've got to see more. Yeah. I really do. I'm sold. <laughs> Complete. Buy it in. Take my money. I'm in. So good. Third subscription right there. Right. That's the right. Third, my second yes. third subscription. That's right. <laughs> Disney wow. Plus did right to hire you. I know, right? <laughs> and I went to the right sources to get some really good uh Well, so far you have. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> uh, so so Pat, did we have an official title that I can plug in here? Yes, that is called Masters of the Order. Ooh, All right, nice. that is good. All right, are there solid, any, strong. Are there any plans, like cameos of other Jedi, perhaps peppered through the this, the mini series that we could expect? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No spoilers. No spoilers. Yes. Oh, Ahsoka, God. Boba Fett. And... <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> but there are um, marauders. So, I mean, there could be some, could be some pirates. You don't know. There's two series on Friday. He's going to have a very busy schedule. He's cameoing on all these yes. shows. Same day of recording. Why is the royalty? I like that. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's oh, so great. Good. All right, baby. Well, My turn? You're up. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, it is three years before the Battle of Yavin, the Galactic Empire is tightening its grasp on numerous systems. Non-humans are finding themselves enslaved, while numerous planets are being ravaged for their natural resources. It is a dark time. We find ourselves following the path of an aging Gungan, once a war hero and a former government representative. He now hops from system to system, fleeing from the Imperial reign. On one such escape, this Gungan finds himself in a particularly difficult position, surrounded by stormtroopers in an outer rim spaceport. He is saved by a young, hotshot pilot seeking revenge against the authoritarian rule that forced him from his homeworld. The two strike a quick friendship and band together in a unique partnership. With the aid of Dex, a former Coruscant diner owner with an interesting past, and the occasional help of Hondo Onaka, <laughs> at least when it profits him, this clumsy Gungan and portly but skilled pilot use their wiles and often dumb luck to right the atrocities occurring across the galaxy. Along the way, they find themselves meeting key members of the emerging Rebel Alliance while running treacherous missions for the fledgling ragtag group of freedom fighters looking to return peace to the galaxy. Ladies and gentlemen, I submit for your approval, Jar Jar Biggs and Jack Tono Porkins in our new hit series, Jar Jar and the Fat Man. Yeah! 
Whatever points I got, I'm giving them to Tom. <laughs> I love that we all had Hondo. We love, we love Hondo. Hondo's got to be involved in everything. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. God. So, so many irons in the fight. <laughs> I like it. I am in your brain. That is just what I want. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. Well, those are three amazing pitches, and I I don't know that I could decide. So I think we're going to have to open this up for social media to to help us decide. Um, and, and we are going to give a little bonus to uh, the folks that have signed up for the newsletter or sign up for the newsletter. They're actually going to get three votes. Wow. And so they can either Ooh. they can either give a point to each of you or, you know, maybe uh, load up one. Now the fact that I signed up to the newsletter, Uh should I abstain from this? No, no. (laughs) Suddenly, there's a lot of phantom accounts coming in. There's Star Wars (laughs) entitled. You can only vote for the one that has Hondo. (laughs) (laughs) I love three. Oh wait, hold on. Yeah, Rob just told me that um one of the students in U3PO's class is Hondo Onaga. <laughs> and it's a clean swing. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was amazing and, and my lips hurt from laughing. So oh, it was shocking. <laughs> we didn't expect that going into this one. Uh, so good, guys. Those oh, are great. Man. Those are great pitches, both of yes. you. Both of you. I think I would watch every oh. single one of that. Well, maybe not mine, but I'd watch every <laughs> other series. Are you I'm kidding? kidding? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't kidding. I'm donating points to you. All that comes to the votes, of course, but points I'll give you. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Oh, man. <laughs> man, this is just too fun. And too, and I really appreciate all three of you taking time, really, uh, you know, working the brain to come up with some really fun and interesting uh, <laughs> potential series here. And very, very much appreciated that you indulged in this topic for well, sure. I, I just love that we have some great Star Wars content coming to Disney Plus any day yes, now. Yes, sure. yes. <laughs> Of course, I'm going to take a pick up extra shifts to cover all of our different subscriptions, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry. They have my permission to use the volume. Um, for, for they have my permission. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You just texted. Uh, you just texted. Uh, Dave. Um, John, right? And Dave. Yeah. yeah. Dave. John said he was busy today, so. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're on top of it. Yeah. On top of yeah. It. So. Oh, my gosh. Right. Well, guys, <laughs> thanks for taking the time, uh, add some time out of your day to come and join us for our virtual Star Wars celebration celebration. We've had uh, so much fun with you. Shocking. I knew we wouldn't laugh at all during this episode. <laughs> I'm sure it would be serious completely every moment of it. But uh, uh, tell our listeners uh, where they can find your show and how they can follow you on all, all the social media platforms. Oh, man. Um, well, we have our website, conversations.com. We're on facebook.com slash conversations. 
Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Suasions. Uh, we have an Instagram that's Conversations over there. Uh, we are on. Uh, we have a Spreadshirt, Stuart. Mm, that's true. We are um, part of the Red Five Podcast Network. A uh, bunch of like-minded, uh, lovable fools like us um, in that as well. And um, I don't know. Is that it? I think that's it. <laughs> We're on uh, most podcatchers. Um, we're right. always trying to expand. We have that, a podcast, so. yes. Yes, we have a podcast. We uh, talk at the microphones and we speak uh, every couple of weeks and we put it out there. <laughs> but yes, that's the other part of it. And But I think you covered everything else. That's fantastic. Great stuff. I've been practicing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really good stuff. Definitely uh, check them out. Uh, their show is hilarious if you if you have laughed just listening to them yeah. here uh believe me you listen to their show you're gonna laugh and a lot as well it's a great show mm-hmm. all the shows in the red five network it's a it's a great group of star wars fandom very positive wonderful group mm-hmm. and i know that jedi temple archives podcast eh. <laughs> but the rest of it you know all pretty yeah. good um yeah. But uh, I also follow them on social media. They do great stuff with some of the Black Series characters, posing them in all these different setups that I just get a kick out of every single time you guys do that. What, tell me, what, what, was, what inspired you to start doing that? Because it's hilarious. We're seven-year-olds. So, um, there's that. Um, it, um, it started out... Um, I think actually just just kind of silly. They're like super poseable, so you can put them in whatever pose you want. And um, so, I gosh, how did it start out? Well, I, I think what I think for us before even the podcast is before any of our sort of public ex, you know exposition what we're doing. Oh, it was, it was we about did the, did the Luke the Luke stuff. Yeah, yeah, and so we just started doing things that made us laugh. So yeah. I'd request five or six black series figures from you that I didn't have. And of course, three of those six were dummies. I couldn't let you know what I was working on. So the other three were actually integral to what I was working on. And then we'd take maybe the next week, two weeks to set up scenes between, you know, between us and then text each other pictures just to make each other's laugh. And that was that was essentially the the impetus for it. But then we realized very quickly that these things are superposable. It's like, you know, these scenes can be reproduced. And that's just sort of sort of flourishes from there is that like they're they're screen accurate, and you know if you can get a background to it, it's it's fantastic fun. And I think one of my favorites is our um, forced perspective series that we've oh, yes. done in <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. Yes. Um, we did one with Han like looking at the Falcon like from that angle. Yeah. And, um, and then we did like Old Man Luke lifting up the leg of the uh, yes. Walker at the end of Star Tours, and um, just several. Um, Several really cool things that like chop with the droids and all, um, but <laughs> it's just been so ridiculous, which <laughs> is like a home run slam dunk for us. So, um, so here we are doing it more and more, and um, and we're we're working on the um, the Falcon hallways right mm-hmm. now, so we can do some good. Um, wow. Well, one of us is. The other one's actually, like, making real stuff. Uh, and, um, so, yeah, so we've got we've got a couple, um, like, dioramas that we're yep. working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, it's, it's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so we do it. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's great stuff. Definitely follow them on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Check out their, their the different things they're doing uh, with these Black Series characters. But yeah. also just because they're a great follow in general. They, they talk about all things, mostly Star Wars, right. but all things that are going on in the world. And they're, and just, they're really nice guys. And they're nice guys. Well... <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> don't push it too far no they're great guys obviously you can hear that we enjoy them a bunch and we're so honored that they're willing to join us on our show yeah you know, a couple times now so right uh guys thanks again so much um please follow them uh we look forward to it won't be too long we'll get actually rob really on the show you know and then we'll we'll do this to his face um <laughs> uh, but we we will be bringing you guys back on very soon to do another episode. If you're willing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, of course, we'll be connecting with you for the, you know, as Disney Plus uh, develops these pitches, right? right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get the so, royalties sure. all Absolutely. set up. and Yeah. But again, uh, really, I truly appreciate all three of you for, you know, putting up with the crazy idea that I threw at you and you oh, were really fun about it and did amazing I, I have to say you did better than i expected not that Me. i was i did better i did better than she expected not that you i'm guys saying know. that i didn't think you could do a good job but you like excelled at it <laughs> I, I didn't have any faith in you at all i was actually here that's great <laughs> Oh, oh, now you've got a glimpse into my life. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, again, Pat Charles from the Conversations podcast. Check them out. Great show. Lots of fun. Uh, thanks again so much for joining us for our virtual Star Wars celebration celebration. Well, thank you very much. And we love your show as well. It's always a wealth of information. And I've told Pat this many times and many of the people that we speak to. The positivity and the happiness you guys bring—you can literally hear your smiles through this through the microphones—and it's it's an uplifting experience, and it's literally brings a smile to my face. And when we listen, so it's absolutely wonderful. So thank you very much for having us on today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's really nice. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's really an honor for us to have you guys on. Absolutely. So maybe we'll be on your well, show. <laughs> Yeah, there yeah. we go. Actually, absolutely need to have you guys on. Uh, we can think of um, several several topics to, uh, to yes bring you guys in on um i do have a uh, i have a virtual queue with a um pretty pretty high-end uh ray cosplayer in uh in a couple minutes so i'm gonna have to get into that queue because you know we are doing the virtual con here so yes. get the, there is that. i don't want you to miss that get out there get in that oh, queue wait a minute. she left her ray outfit in the back here never mind okay so uh, <laughs> Oh guys God. thanks thanks again i really appreciate it yeah totally you're very welcome <laughs> and thank you guys for having us yes So thanks again to Pat and Charles. Yes. I, every time they come on, I, I, I just laugh 
so much. Know, they are so fun. Hurt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're so great. Definitely check out their show, the Conversation Star Wars podcast. And, you, know, you know, we've already we talked about it a little bit during that, but it's such a great show and entertaining, fun. They're, they're a great couple of guys, yes. and we know you'll really love it. And even though we, we had a little fun at Rob's expense right. on the show, because unfortunately, he's been really slammed with his work, and just it's been a tough time for him. He was supposed to come on with us, but unfortunately, we just couldn't work it out with his schedule right. and everything he's got going on so we had a little fun with him but he is a wonderful person we love him right. and his Dear wife friend. yeah kim very much please first go check out the jedi temple archives podcast it's a great show if you're one of some star wars and then go check out the hoopty duo review with the show that he does with his wife right. kim uh that's another great disney show although you know they're mostly the last couple of weeks they've been talking because their last trip was out and disney wasn't open at the right. time they went to universal more than anything else so they right. talked a little bit more about that but definitely go yeah, different theme parks. yes go search out those podcasts and check them out as well Definitely. And like you said, they're dear friends. And um, it, it was kind of fun that we uh, got a way to have them <laughs> incorporated in our main topic. For sure. We have, uh, you know, Pat and Charles are also great friends with Rob. And right. uh, so we had a lot of fun at his expense. But uh, we'll get them all together. We'll have another time when we're all going to get together again when things settle down for Rob and we can all manage it schedule wise. Right. And I'm sure we'll have even more fun when that happens. Definitely so, looking for forward to sure. it. For sure. So let's get to the Disney stories of the week. And we have to start, unfortunately, on a down note. I really didn't. <laughs> I didn't see this coming in this week. I don't right. think anybody did. I'm sure there were some people that were close to him that knew this, but I, I, I was completely caught sure. off guard with it. And that is the story of, uh, unfortunately, the passing of Chadwick Boseman, who, of course, you may know as Black Panther in the right. Marvel movies, the Avengers movies. And it just uh, completely caught me off guard. I, I know you were on the phone at the time. I was sitting there and I had to wait till you got off the phone to tell right. you about it, but I was just absolutely devastated by it. And, and I know you were when you heard the news yeah, as well. Shocking. Yeah. Um, unfortunately he lost his four year battle to colon cancer on Friday. And, um, our heart goes out to his family yes. and it, it just really, it, it, it's left a gap uh, in our world for such a talented and wonderful human being. Absolutely. And like you said, it was, it was a shocker and uh, totally out of the blue for us and, you know, for people who, you know, obviously weren't in his, uh, his family circle or whatever, but yeah. It, and sadly, you know, w you know, coming from the healthcare industry and healthcare field, um, it's, usually not an age that one would even be uh, screened for colon yeah, cancer. Yeah, he, he was only 43, I believe. Right. He was 43. Right. And, you know, so typically... Well, younger than that when he when he had it. Right. So if he died at 43, he must have had it since he was like 39. 39 he right. not think of it, yeah. So, um, you know, I guess the takeaway is that I know it's not the time frame normally that they would do screening, but when you do hit those time frames for, for cancer screenings, it's really important to do yeah. that. And, um, but again, it's, it's, um, like you said, a real huge gap, a total unexpected loss to experience. And again, as you mentioned, our hearts and prayers go out to the family. Yeah, um, for sure. And I know everybody out there in the world, he was given such an outpouring of love mm -hmm. when they, they, when everybody found out the news, uh, it was all over social media, everywhere right. on the internet, I guess his, uh, I saw today that his final, well, 
the final tweet from his account, which was basically mm-hmm. talking of the passing of him, is the most liked tweet of all time. Wow. That tells you how much he impacted yeah. people. Um, but you just look at the films and, you know, I mean, it, it, obviously uh, Black Panther mm-hmm. was groundbreaking, an amazing film. It's one of our, if you take the Avengers movies completely out of the equation, it may be one of my top two um, Marvel sure, movies of all time. It, even with the uh, the Avengers movies, it could be top five right. for sure. It's it's a it's a masterpiece. It's a fantastic film, uh, and his portrayal of T'Challa, uh, you know, both strength and sensibility and softness right. and uh, understanding uh, is so strong. He's just right. he's just such a great character, and he portrayed it masterfully. Um. But then you just look at back, and there were other roles too. Obviously, he played a lot of great roles. I brought this up to you that night. Uh, right. The Major League Baseball was celebrating Jackie Robinson Day weekend or right. whatever. They're all wearing number 42. He played Jackie Robinson in 42, the movie. I, it was, um, I, I thought it was weird that it all happened on, on the, the same, same day. Right. I know that it's eerie. Um, yeah, it was very, uh, very strange and eerie. Obviously, you know, I'm not comparing him to what Jackie Robinson had to right. go through, but it but was a. It was a just a link. Right. Right. Um, but also, you know, you see all this stuff of him visiting children in hospitals who are also suffering from life threatening illnesses, right. including cancer, while he was going uh, through his own battle. Right. And, you know, the fact that he went and did these films that we love so much while he was doing this battle. And, you, you know, you've I, it cancer has touched us all in some sure. way. Um, we've seen friends and family members and what they have to go through and what it does to their bodies. Right. And the fact that he had to slim down and bulk up and, and do all this stuff to pl- portray these roles. Um, I just can't say enough about the guy. Yeah. Uh, the you strength, know, the inner strength, the e- extreme talent yeah. that he, he brought to everything he worked on. Yeah. So, um, our hearts are broken. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will celebrate his life um, and we watched the films happily, um, knowing that he was such a great human being and such a great actor and, um, you know, just all, all praise to him and, you know, our, our hearts go out again to his family. Definitely. So. Okay. Moving uh, on. Moving on to happier stuff. Yeah. Um, I, sorry, I'm going to shift gears into happier stuff here, but I think it, you know we, we need to move on eventually. Right. I think that's what Chadwick would want us to do. So uh, I'm going to go on to, back to our Star Wars stories mm-hmm. here, and I'm going to talk about that there's another way for you to experience Star Wars Galaxy's Edge from the, from the comfort <laughs> of your own home, and that is coming very, very soon. And this is straight from StarWars.com. Lucasfilm, Maxis, and EA announced Thursday that The Sims 4, Star Wars, Journey to Batuu, a new pack for the popular life simulation game, uh, is coming. Uh, It's Yeah. It sends your sim to Batuu's Black Spire Outpost, the bursting hub of galactic activity brought to life, of course, by Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland and the Walt Disney World Resort. 
Uh, there was a cool trailer released for it. If you want to check it out, we may post a link for it in the uh, show notes. Right. But uh, uh, teased a lot of different stuff that the pack features and highlights from lightsaber building to appearances from Vi Marati, who, of course, you will run into a, a lot of times at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, but also Rey, Kylo Ren, Hondo, among others. Uh, there's also some Millennium Falcon action. The trailer also showed scenes from Ogus Cantina, complete with DJ Rex. Yes. Uh, it'll be available on September 8th of this year and I, I wasn't ever thinking about getting another sim we've had the sims games in the past right. i wasn't thinking about getting another sims game but now i'm pretty much sure we're <laughs> going to at some point get Most the sims definitely. game because that looked really really cool it's to- totally i'm looking forward to it it's, it's definitely a game that i think i could enjoy yeah i know you'll enjoy it totally. I, I, i'll enjoy it and it looked like it well, if you go check out the trailer i'm sure even if we, you can't find it in our, we don't put it on the show notes whatever just go to search for it. it it looks like you just walked right into star wars galaxy's edge right. it looks fantastic yeah. so very Such a excited great idea. For that. Yeah. So uh, more Star Wars in, uh, in the news for you this week. An actress from a galaxy far, far away has landed a big role in an upcoming Disney animated film. Ooh, this from Entertainment Weekly. Raya the Last Dragon is a movie of many firsts, one of which no one saw coming, not even its creators. <laughs> the upcoming film will be the one of the first Disney animation features to be developed from remote locations in the face of COVID-19, wow. of course. Yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. But also, Entertainment Weekly said they can now reveal that voicing Raya is Star Wars actress Kelly Marie Tran. Very cool. Yeah. Rose, Tico. Yep. Yeah. Of course, uh, she's uh, so she took over the role from Cassie Steele, who was originally uh, tabbed to play that role. That's mm-hmm. who we when we went to the D23 right. Expo last year. That um, that's who they announced. Uh, so now uh, they had changed it over. So now Kelly Marie Tran will be playing that main role. Uh, Aquafina is also in that. She's still a part of it. Right. Uh, she, that was announced last August. Uh, she'll be playing uh, Sizu who is a dragon in human form who needs needs Raya's help to reclaim her power and to become a true dragon, right. her true dragon self. So uh, not only will uh, Raya be Disney Animation Studios' first movie inspired by Southeast Asia, but Tran is the first Southeast Asian actress to lead a film from the company. So that's cool. A lot that of firsts cool. going yes. on there. Uh, of course, like I said, Tron, who uh, many audiences will know as Rose Tico from The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, told Entertainment Weekly that Raya, the daughter of a chief, redefines the classic Disney princess. Uh, while co-director Carlos Lopez Estrada also teases, uh, we can look forward to chases fight scenes, and more, quote, high-octane, end quote, action <laughs> from our heroine. So it sounds like uh, um, Raya is going to be this fighting you know strong disney new disney princess right right no that's awesome i think it's uh it's a great turn that they're taking in this direction and i'm loving it yeah and um love kelly marie tran i mean she just from everything we've seen from her uh, on the red carpet and you know in interviews and even when a lot of criticism was leveled her way through no fault of her own um she's just been this bright sunshine yeah, you know within classy. the star wars universe classy just she just seems like a really wonderful person and i'm glad that she's landing this role and i'm very, uh, we saw some of the initial footage yes. and some of the concept art for ryan the last dragon at so d23 exciting. expo last year and we, uh, it looked amazing amazing the animation looked i mean they they did, had this scene in the rain with uh this kind of this southeast asian right. jungle and i swear it looked lifelike you would yeah, not have totally. known that that right. was animation it was exactly. so wonderful so yeah i i agree with you it, it was amazing to see it was um 
really, I, I think you described it well. It looked so real, so lifelike. Yeah, so very excited mm-hmm. for that movie when it finally reaches theaters or wherever we're seeing it. <laughs> uh, Ride the Last Dragon. Uh, can't wait for that one to come out. Uh, finally, not all our stories are Star Wars related. We also oh. received a little news about the new Marvel-themed shows coming to Avengers Campus once it opens at Disney California Adventure Park. This from the OCRegister.com. A pair of new Avengers Campus shows featuring Captain America and... Wow. Um, I, I, I wrote this story up before Friday, so I before the news. And Black Panther. That uh, just caught me off yeah. guard. Sorry. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, fighting a sword-wielding uh, sword villain and General Okoye training young warriors are coming to the new Marvel theme land after Disney California Adventure reopens. Uh, the Anaheim theme park is looking for professional stunt talent and union actors to perform in Marvel in the, a Marvel superhero live action show, according to the Disney audition website. So that's where they're coming from. They're getting the idea that this is, right. is coming without any real details about it. Just kind of a, a general idea of what this show might be. The new audition listings uh, suggest Disneyland is preparing to reopen after a five month closure and and Avengers Campus could debut with the return of Disney California Adventure Park. I think it's going to be a little longer than right. that. But even if it, well, depending on when Disneyland reopens. Right. But even if Disneyland, uh, if, if the Avengers Campus opens once Disneyland reopens, it's probably still going to take a little while before the show takes place. Because, you know, usually these auditions, uh, they, they, they get these people in. And it takes several months. And there's all, obviously there's some rehearsal right. and training that takes part. So it's going to be at least, uh, uh, you know, few months before that show would ever take place so i don't know if that means that the the, the whole land is still going to be some time away or if just that show's debut will right. be a, a little bit time yeah away. exactly and I, I i think right now there's well we don't know when disneyland will open um and i believe i read also with this that um prior to everything happening in march that i think it was much earlier in the year they were already they were also trying to um recruit and do auditions for this show and then it got postponed so um considering that the park originally was going to open the campus in july Mm -hmm. there's speculation is this going to be like you said about five months away from having the show ready to to actually uh take place yeah so So we'll see uh but it's more exciting news about avengers campus which we're extremely excited about Uh, Mm -hmm. we love marvel stuff and um this whole land looks like it's going to be spectacular i cannot wait to see what it, what it all becomes and so that's exciting news as for disneyland reopening um we did receive some information this week from uh, california's governor as far as you know uh, sort of a process of trying to get things reopened within our state. Unfortunately, right now, Orange County, Los Angeles, they're in the what is considered the worst possible <laughs> areas uh, to open things back up. However, we understand that he has met uh, separately with uh, some representatives from the theme parks, including uh, Universal Universal. Orland, or Universal uh Universal Hollywood, thank you. Uh, Universal Hollywood, Knott's Berry Farm, Six Flags, all the various different parks throughout the country, uh, the the state, and are trying to kind of 
have a separate way for those to reopen. Sure. Here in San Diego, uh, SeaWorld partially reopened mm-hmm. on Friday, although none of the rides are open right now. They do have outdoor shows, and uh, they're having their uh, barbecue and brew fest right, right now. Um, I guess Knott's Berry Farm is doing something very similar. Uh, nothing, No rides are open, but right. they're, kind of, they're having their uh, berry festival or whatever it's called uh, kind of right. open, so you can kind of... They're do, finding some ways to have some things open, but... Uh, hopefully sooner than later, we're going to be able to find a way for these parks to open, you know, not fully, obviously, but with a little bit more ability to welcome in guests. Exactly. And, you know, I think that, um, like you said, the fact that there's been some separate communications on theme park openings um, and looking how to how to address that compared to other businesses, I think is very positive. Yeah, so. exactly. So we'll, well, we may find out some news this week since the, you right. know, the governor is meeting with uh, some of these representatives from the parks. Maybe we'll find out at least an idea of how what they need to, what, what goal is set for right. those parks to be able to reopen. Hopefully within the next few weeks, I'm sure it'll take at least, even if they announce like, oh, okay, we're ready to reopen. It's going right. to be at least a couple weeks, but uh, hopefully it's sooner rather than sure. later because I know we're all missing Disneyland for Definitely. sure out here on the West Coast. Definitely. Um, so I think Michelle has a, a Disney story of the week or at least a little bit of information Disney-wise sure, that she wants to share. Sure. Uh, so coming up in the fall for Walt Disney World is going to be their fall uh, fest of great new dishes that they're going to be introducing. And um, so... It's supposed to be starting for the most part on September 8th. Uh, and there, if you go on to their uh, Disney Parks blog, you can go to and see their foodies guide on mm-hmm. this, which is uh, exciting. But just wanted to highlight a few that I thought were particularly cute or delicious sounding. So <laughs> uh, one of them is the Constance for Better or for Worse wedding cake. Uh. And that's going to be at the Liberty Square Market. Sounds yummy. It's, it's based uh, on the uh, the Haunted Mansion right. Bride, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's a citrus cake with raspberry uh, Bavarian cream. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's uh, decorated with some whipped whipped cream flowers, and it has a chocolate axe on top. <laughs> <laughs> and That's it, awesome. I love yes, it. Yes, and if you look at the, the image of it, it's just adorable and definitely yummy. Another yummy one um, is the pup, pumpkin spiced waffle sundae. And so it has some um, pumpkin-flavored Mickey waffles along with some ice cream, like an ice cream sundae. Um, it, it also looks delicious, and I think you've done Yes, pumpkin- actually I was... I was about to say that, uh, not knowing that that was part of one of their dishes. I think they've been reading the Disney Dishes blog because last <laughs> year um, I kind of went through a pumpkin spice period. Right. And one of the things I made was I made it with um, oven baked chicken, oven baked, oven fried chicken. But I did uh, I did pumpkin Mickey waffles. Well, there you so go. if you want to make this at home. Head to the Disney Dishes blog and look up uh, the pumpkin Mickey waffles. Right, exactly. So put a pair of them with some uh, vanilla ice cream. They're going to have caramel drizzle and some sprinkles and obviously whipped cream. Looks great. It does look great. I may make that at home myself. Yeah, Yeah. I'm hoping. That's kind of why I was bringing it up. (laughs) Hint, hint. Hint, hint. (laughs) You haven't made Mickey waffles for us in a while. Exactly. Get to work, Slappy. You read my mind. Yep. <laughs> um, another yummy sounding dish is Mickey's Monster Mash Burger. <laughs> that's going to be available at Cosmic Ray's uh, Starlight Cafe. And it's a burger with monster uh, cheese. I see uh, what they did there. Uh, <laughs> nice. Pretty creative. Uh, but it's also going to have potato barrels. Ooh. 
think that's like those are tater, tater tots. tots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and sriracha aioli. Oh, so, wow. So a little spice. Yeah, and some oh. bacon. That and, sounds good. I actually. know. I want one of those right now. I know. And it's got a little uh, Mickey kind of burnt uh, into the bun, too, as so well. I think so. maybe I can make it home. That sounds I good. Oh, wow. right. Maybe. And of course, we couldn't leave without mentioning their uh, premium oh popcorn. I'm bucket. seeing the picture here. Isn't it oh adorable? Oh, my gosh. I'll definitely it's have to post that on the YouTube channel. Yeah. The Hitchhiking Ghost uh, premium popcorn wow, bucket, that is... and that's going to be at the Liberty Square popcorn cart. Boy, they know how to get our money, don't they? I know. Every time I think I I'm know. not going to buy another popcorn <laughs> bucket, they come out with something like this, it's... which looks like it has, is no good at all for actual popcorn, <laughs> but it looks amazing. And it, a little be popcorn a, yeah, box yeah, on the side. Yeah, <laughs> so good. I love it. That's fantastic. I know. I know. That looks like it could become part of our annual Halloween yes, decorations. For sure. Right? Then, it's adorable. Wow. I know. Disney's taking our money again. <laughs> By the way, we're yes. not getting to Walt Disney World. Maybe they'll have it at Disneyland if they actually reopen in time. But right. uh, if anybody makes a journey to Walt Disney World and wants to pick one of those up for <laughs> us, we will pay you back for it, including shipping. If you want yeah, to send it to true. us, uh, hit us up through uh, the Gmail account and uh, we would love it if you want to pick one of those up for us. Yeah, yeah. So, so fun, so fun. So, yeah. And there's obviously a lot of other dishes, both uh, savory and sweet, that w you could uh, enjoy there. So, I think this is a nice balance. You know, Epcot has... Well, getting close to the mic. Uh, Epcot has the, um, you know, food festival right now, which is really great that they, they've had that. And, and so now some new additional treats to have while yeah. at uh, Magic Kingdom. Very cool. I like it all. I love yeah. all those. And I'm sure there's many, many more listings oh, if you go are. to the foodie guide uh, that would just make me even more hungry because I'm always hungry when we're doing this podcast. So. I know, right? Really Likewise. Good. And it was hard to kind of narrow it down, <laughs> but uh, thought I, I just have to. So. Good stuff. Love it. Thanks, Thank Michelle. You. Good job. Michelle's Thank stories, you. always the best <laughs> stories. Speaking of the best from Michelle, we always like to give you some sort of tip uh, before we close out the show that might help you on your next vacation, whether it be to the Walt Disney World Resort, eventually to Disneyland, eventually to Disney Cruise Line, eventually to run Disney, right. whatever they may be. And we always start with Michelle. One, because... I mean, look at her. She hosted. She's <laughs> she's apparently got a new job at Disney Plus that we didn't know about, but that's yeah. exciting. Um, she's wonderful. She's special. She's beautiful, oh, and man. she also always has the very best tips. So let's get to Michelle's tip of the week. Wow, thank you. Um, this one it, it's maybe a little of an expansion on a prior tip, um, but it, it came to mind this week because of something that happened where I work. And so my tip really is if you're preparing for a trip to one of the Disney parks um, and we know that masks are mandatory and so it's really especially if you have little ones that you're taking is having that chance to try out and wear masks uh, wear them for a, a length of time you know I know that I'm at work I'm wearing masks all day while mm -hmm. I'm at work um, and so I know that that's not true everywhere for people who yeah I mean yeah. Uh, when when a few weeks ago well, it's been over a month now uh -huh. but when I had to fly out to, to go get Scott right. and, and bring him back and take that cross-country trip that you know I mean I, for most of it when we were in the car you know we didn't have to wear a mask right. but for the flight out there it was the first time that I've had to wear a mask for a prolonged period of time exactly. and it was 
you know, it was a, it was different for me because I'm just not used to it. But you have to deal with it on a day in and day out right, basis. So right. you know, it's it's something to you know just definitely get yourself associated with. Right, and and see what feels the best for mm-hmm. you too, so that you know you're already prepared. Because if you're just thinking, okay, let me buy a mask and you know go for price or whatever, it might not be what's comfortable for you. And and so what happened this week is um, our our building hosted. Uh, outside uh, for a dance troupe to come out and perform and it was lovely and it was a lot of fun doing it but having some conversations with the dancers afterwards you know a lot of them said that um, they had picked up some of our masks at our building and were using those and they said those were much easier for them as they're dancing and to breathe through versus the cloth masks Mm. that they're used to which kind of surprised me because I would have thought the opposite so you know and it made me think gee if you have a kid and they're running around you know whatever and breathing a lot um maybe a different type of mask uh you know what's comfortable for right or you might have different ones you might say okay when we're you know out in the sun during the day and it's hot we might want one type and then later on if if it's a you know going to be in the evening you might feel more comfortable switching to another type Mm -hmm. whatever but you know it's just that getting used to the masks but finding out what works for you right you know and so yeah obviously with little ones it's a it's a big issue to think about but even as adults you want to have a great time at the park the best you can and so find out what works for you right and also i think we've discussed this a couple times earlier on um for the little ones you know part of helping them want to wear the mask and be excited about it is to you know maybe have them pick up their own mask or decorate their own mask or whatever the case may be decorate your mask so they see it right uh so that they can be excited you know for it you know it's like oh that's that mask that i designed or that's that mask i picked out or whatever the case may be to just kind of ease the process a little bit more. Also, be sure and check out, because there are certain masks that are out there right now that Walt Disney World won't allow right. you to wear uh, into, and get into the parks. Uh, so be sure to check out the, the Walt Disney World Resort and their guidelines, and eventually Disneyland as well, right. uh, so you know what is okay and what's maybe not okay. Because the last thing you want to do is get all the way out there, and they're like, sorry, you can't come right, in with that right. mask that you're wearing right there. It may be fine to go to the grocery store, but it's not good enough exactly. to go that's to a good point. Walt Disney World. Yeah, so. that's a good point. Michelle's tips, always <laughs> the very best tips. You're sweet. <laughs> uh, my tip of the week, I'm going to kind of expand a little bit on my last week's tip where I was talking about Disney transportation. Uh, and I, I was thinking about it, and mostly this is going to pertain to the Walt Disney World Resort. And of course, a lot of this is also going to pertain to when things get a little more normal. I mean, obviously, things are transportation wise are a little bit different mm-hmm. right now because of, uh, you know, one, there's not as many people around because right. of the fact that, you know, that the, they're limiting capacity at right. Walt Disney World Resort, but also just the process has changed slightly. But I'm going to go speak to more normalized times and uh, one thing when you're first going to Walt Disney World especially if you haven't stayed at one of these resorts in the past you may not want to on your first day there getting used to the transportation you may want to kind of feel it out before you are making that last minute dash to a a dining reservation (laughs) or to try and get that boarding group for Disney's Hollywood Studios or whatever because 
transportation varies from different resorts. Right. You know, some you can get there really quickly on. Some it may take you like, you know, you could run into full monorails or, you know, the buses may run less frequently or for some resorts, they stop in multiple spots mm-hmm. before they actually even go to the parks. So you might want to have an idea, you know, sure. one, either head out really early um, before your first time out mm-hmm. there to make sure you have a plenty of buffer time or just kind of play, you know, kind of have an idea on your, you know, just take kind of play it by ear your first day to kind of just feel it out True. and see what the transportation is like. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, if you're going to look like a couple of these resorts that many people stay at, like the Caribbean Beach or the Port Orleans Resort or the Fort Wilderness mm-hmm. Resort, uh, the buses, at least the initial buses, they stop at many different destinations right. before they actually start heading to the uh, parks or return from the parks right. maybe to get to your stop itself. So you kind of want to know that idea going in. So you're not sitting there fretting over, I'm not going to make our dining reservation. Right. I'm not going to be able to get that boarding pass for Rise of the Resistance. I'm not going to, it once fast passes begin again. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make that fast right. pass. You know, why add extra stress to your life? You'll either leave a little earlier or have an idea of how long it takes. And also the app is great because they give a lot of times for when the buses are coming and right. going as well. So pay attention to all those things. Right. No, that's a good point. And even like you said, with the apps and you get to see the time we've many many occasions saw okay it's going to be here in five minutes and then for whatever reason it got delayed at a different stop or prior stop or whatever and they add time to it and so you know we've we've been in that situation where we're like oh my gosh it just added you know seven minutes and that's going to cut it really close and like you said you, you know and the whole point of our tips is how to make things more enjoyable uh, with the park experiences, especially, and that getting there on time and and having that buffer so you don't worry about it is key. Right. And there's also things that could come into the equation as well, like you know, there's a lot more of people doing the the mobility scooters right. and you know wheelchairs or whatever, and those take a while to load, and people have to be shuffled, right. and you know that. So those add minutes onto it as well. Right. So you you don't want to be frantic uh, when you're heading out. You want to have as much fun as you possibly can. So just put that all into the equation when you're uh, figuring out your transportation. Also, one more transportation tip: when you're leaving the parks at the end of the night. You may want to avoid like trying to bolt out right when the fireworks or the <laughs> when, once the fireworks and the, right. the nighttime spectaculars continue again. Uh, take your time uh, because everybody heads to the buses, the right. transportation at that exact same moment. And sometimes you're waiting for a very long time at sure. the end of what could have been a very long day with little ones that may be already being pushed to right. their max as it is. Go ahead and do that shopping. You can stay in the parks. The fireworks spectacular usually isn't exactly closing time. Right. And even if it is, there's almost always an hour after that uh, for the shops that right. are open. Take your time, peruse the shops, head out at your leisure sure, to the transportation. And it, believe me, it'll be less stressful for you uh, when you leave. You're not just sitting there waiting in this queue for the, next bu- yes, <laughs> for the next bus to come along. Yeah. So. Excellent point. Thank you. So that's it for this week. Uh, next week, well, well, things are a little different now. Now, eventually, as I was mentioning, the world is going to come back to something close of what we know as normal at mm-hmm. the Disney parks. Once that happens, we'll be looking forward to uh, returns to the Walt Disney World, right. to Disneyland. And one way to approach a return to those parks, especially if you've been there many, many times, 
will be to do like maybe an immersive vacation right. or an immersive day at the parks on, you know, just focusing on one particular thing. There are several ways to accomplish that in the parks. Maybe you want your trip to be a foodie vacation or right. a foodie day, or maybe you want it to be a princess theme visit for your little princess or a journey to a galaxy far, far away for the Jedi's in your family. Um, we'll talk about a bunch of different ways that you can make your next trip to the parks an immersive one, whether it be an entire vacation of immersiveness or just a single a day. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do a birthday day or an anniversary day or right. whatever the case may be. We'll talk about, there are so many ways, we'll talk about a few of them. Yeah, looking forward to that, yeah. actually. Should be a fun topic to go over. Yeah. And we'll, we'll be reaching out to you about um, kind of the things that you like to do. What what um, How do you like to have kind of an immersive day right. at the parks as well? So uh, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts over the very... However, the very best place to find us, talking too fast now, I'm just about to wrap up, is at our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... As you heard, sign up for the newsletter. You're going to get some extra votes. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Please. <laughs> Please sign up for the newsletter, and yes, you will get the chance to get those extra votes in for to see who had the best pitch today right. on today's show. They were all great, all a lot of fun. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, I want to win. <laughs> we didn't win them the uh, Parks and Monorail's most magical I virtual know. run team fundraiser thing. So please love, help me win this. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, uh, please also follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. You can find us on YouTube. You might want to check out this show on YouTube. If you want to look for us there, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We'll come right up, hit subscribe, and you'll know whenever we have a new video that comes out. And if you ever want to hit us up for any reason, please... uh, email us at our gmail account hyperion adventures podcast at gmail.com exactly and another way that you can give us some feedback is through a review we always are appreciative of reviews uh whether you have just time for a star rating five star rating or if you actually have time to write a review either way it's all very appreciated yeah we appreciate that so very much it helps in so many ways helps us know how we're doing as a podcast but it also helps people find the show there's an algorithm that when people are searching for disney podcasts uh, things that get more reviews higher ratings will come up first so that helps uh, very much for us but like i said uh the best like i said in the past the best way to find uh, tell people about us to let know people know that this podcast is great that you think this podcast is great i don't know if it is great but that you think this (laughs) podcast is great uh is just to tell a friend about us please yeah, telling a friend is very, like like you said, the best way. The best way. So that's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. Bye, Bye. Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. <laughs>